Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Championship or Bust. Today, we have an interesting one for you guys. You know, usually we're going on and talking about the World Series, talking about baseball, but today, I thought it'd be a little interesting to talk about some Stanley Cup playoff hockey, considering the playoffs are starting really, really soon, and now we have all of our brackets set, so we can really talk about it. So today, I'm here, Josh, and we have a special guest today. Uh, Corey is here to help us talk about hockey. Hello, how's it going? That is me. What's up, dude? I've been a friend of Josh's for a long time, and I'm excited to hop on and uh, talk some hockey. Yeah, dude, happy to have you. So it's just the two of us today. Uh, Zach and Mac aren't around today, and uh, I figured we'd just, you know, have a nice, uh, quick talk about hockey and talk about the playoffs. So, uh, Corey, what are you thinking? Got any got any ideas of who's going to win this year? Uh, well, I can't answer that question without my heart being involved. So I'm going to save it for the analysis when we get into the matchups. All right, all right. All right, so I figured we'd start off real quick here and just start off in our Western Conference, and you know we'll work our way around the bracket in our first-round matchups. So let's start first okay. with the Colorado Avalanche and Seattle Kraken. What are you thinking? I mean, I got to go with the Avs here. Uh, you know, they're getting healthier as the season goes on. I know they just lost Landis Cog. He was out already, but now he's not coming back for the playoffs. Uh, love seeing the Kraken here. Um, super cool for them to be in the playoffs already. They had – such a surprising year after last year, uh, especially you know forty goal season for Jared McCann. But I still got to go with McKinnon and, uh, and the Avs here, probably in five or six. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, it's nice to see Seattle in the playoffs, and they've had you know an incredible turnaround after that first season. We all kind of went, you know, what are these guys doing when they drafted the team? But you know, the, their top players have played you know well, and and Bernier's the rookie has played really well too. Um, but I don't, I don't think that beats the Avs. Even you know, I don't think the Avs are as strong as they were, you know, last year, especially after losing Kadri and, and Landeskog not playing this yeah. whole season at all. But uh, I, I don't think the Avs will have any any issues with this with the Seattle team probably five or six games. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think also you know the game changes so different once you get to the playoffs, and you know, looking at Seattle under twenty percent power play versus Colorado's twenty four. I mean. I don't think, and it's not like they have a strong penalty kill either, 76%. I, I don't, you know, that's a battle you have to win to be successful in the playoffs. You can be very bad at a lot of things, but if you're not winning the special teams game, you're not going to have much success. And For sure. Seattle's goaltending is also very suspect. Suspect, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, Colorado I'm knows how to win, my too. Faith in, Yeah, and I'm putting my faith in Alexander Georgiev, so that's a, that's, that's, that's quite yes, a Yes, Mr. Ranger fan over here. But I yeah, Gorgas played well. He has, he has. Him and Igor's number this year actually very similar, which is really funny for me. But I think, yeah, I think the Abs take care of that. Honestly, yeah. now I mean, thinking about it even more, I say five. Five. I, I could, I could go with that. I mean, he, you know, Gorgas better than Kemper. You know, Kemper was. They won that cup in spite of Kemper, not because of him, which is pretty oh, rare. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, we'll move on. I think it'll be fun. No, I think I'm good on that one. All right, so next, Dallas Stars, Minnesota Wild. To me, I think this one's a no-brainer. Dallas is going to just wipe the floor with them. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I mean, it's an interesting one for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I like, you know, they may match up, I think, better on paper a couple of months ago than they do now. Um, so in agreement with you, I think the Stars take that one pretty easily. Uh and they've just, they've just gotten consistently better. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't really 
see what the Wild have that's that, you know, great, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know they have Kaprizov and, and anyone. I don't think they did. I mean, I know they have Kaprizov and Zuccarello, who are a really, really good pair, but what else is there on that team after that? Yeah, nothing. I, mean, I, I can't Kaprizov's even think been, of anybody. Yeah. I mean, Kaprizov's also been hurt for a while at this point. Also that. Although, Gustafson's played really well this year, and he's definitely, you know, he's a dark horse candidate to, to help steal this series. But when you're going against Ottinger, I don't know if that, you know, those that kind of cancels it out. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So, I mean, I think me, the, the flurry presence maybe helps a little bit, but I, I still don't. I still don't see it. I don't know if Flurry's presence helps that much. I mean, he is the playoff choker. That is true. That is something we can agree on. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I think Stars definitely take that one. Um, again, uh, you know, same kind of uh, you know. I, I think this is a comparison I'll make a lot, but you know, they have a top five power play in the league at twenty five percent, and Minnesota's down at twenty one point four. So, again, another thing where power play in playoffs wins wins games. They yes, get those definitely. two one games. That one power play goal is all it takes. I agree. I agree. All right. All right. Moving on. Vegas versus Winnipeg Jets. What do you think? Winnipeg had such a weird year. I mean, there was points where they were like the number one. They were up in talks for the number one team in the West, and then I didn't even think they were going to make the playoffs. And they snuck in, but I don't know how they. I mean, I guess you know, Hell uh, Buck could. Stand on his head, um, but I don't think, I don't, I don't think they're gonna match up very well with the Knights. Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, they've definitely been an up and down roller coaster type team, but I don't know if their, you know, their depth is 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 quite as good as Vegas. I think Vegas's top talent is, is just better in general. So I, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they might be close haven't... games, but I don't think they're gonna beat Vegas. Yeah, they just like haven't looked like they've wanted it. I feel like these past few weeks we've been seeing so much with, you know, we've been seeing so much with uh, them trying to get into the playoffs, that kind of dogfight between uh, Calgary, Winnipeg, and, and the Predators, and just felt like at a lot of those points there was so much coming out of, like, the Winnipeg team doesn't look like they want it. And they ended up sneaking in, but I just don't see them doing anything. I wonder if the, you know, the stripping of, of Wheeler of the captaincy had anything to do with that. Absolutely. They've just lost their will. 100 percent and the coaching change yeah and the coaching change definitely did not help them this year that too i mean they still have they still have good players you know with, with connor and 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 ehlers and ehlers missed a ton of time this year though mm-hmm. and, and and shifley but uh I, I don't know vegas just seems to be the, the all-around better team here and i mean they should be there the a one seed yeah and they're so. just i mean i just think they're a deeper team yeah for sure mm-hmm. they definitely have four lines that are and uh, can't can't not mention the phenomenal timing of Mark Stone making his way back. Oh yes, know. the uh, Kucherov 2.0 out here. Yes, exactly. So you know they added Barbashov. They're gonna Barbashov. They're gonna get their you know heart and soul of their team back right in time for the playoffs. I, I don't I don't see how Winnipeg stands a chance against that. I agree. And, and Stone hey, is always Logan, really good. Logan, uh, Logan Thompson also. I mean came out of pretty much nowhere and looking to be a finalist for the uh, Calder. 
Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the season when Leonard went down, everyone pretty much wrote the team off as like, oh, well, I guess Vegas season's over. Yeah. And look where they are now. Yep. And so, they, I mean, yeah, they, they did great on additions too. I mean, Barbashev and Quick. Quick really looked good those first couple games with them, and he's a great locker room addition, you know? How many cups does that guy won? Oh, yeah, another guy that knows how to win. Yep. So I, 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 I like Vegas out of the West for sure. I agree. All right. Moving on, the last matchup, Edmonton Oilers, LA Kings. I'm thinking this is the first upset in the West. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, as good as McDavid and Drysaddle are, and I, I, you, you should never count them out, but the team still has no defense and no goaltending at all whatsoever. And LA is a team that doesn't exactly have the top-end talent, but they still seem to get it done because they play a good structured game. And I think that that against the Oilers, it's a 50-50 whether L.A. is just going to shut them down and beat them 3-2 to two, or the Oilers are just going to run rampant. And I think L.A. is going to shut them down. Interesting. I I mean, that's that was my take going into the playoffs last year. And then obviously Edmonton did more than I thought they were going to. Uh, and so – I mean, just looking at, looking at, I mean, it's hard to bet against McDavid, it, and especially in a series like this. I just don't think that LA has the firepower to stand up to their league leading 30. You know, they score one out of every three power plays. And the Kings yeah. do not hold a, a, a good penalty kill by any means. I think they're down at like, yeah, 75.8%. Um, I mean, that's scary to me. And again, I'm, repeating it but I don't know I, I I I find it hard to bet against Edmonton and they are on such a tear to end the season that's true I mean they were uh, the hottest I mean uh, I would argue outside of the Bruins just because the Bruins entire season was the hottest um I'd argue outside of them Edmonton's been the hottest team over the last couple of weeks so I, I I would I personally think that this goes six or seven uh, because I do agree with you that I think the Kings you know shut them down for a game or two or three. But I don't think that in a seven-game series, the way these two teams match up, that McDavid and Dreisaitl and their power play don't lead them out the other side. Also, yeah. is the Kings, like, I mean, Kings goaltending situation really, like, that doesn't give me much confidence going up against that firepower. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not horrible and it's not great either. The only thing is, as I'm, as I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this even more, is that the only thing for LA to me is that I don't know if they really have like a top shutdown defenseman that you can just have follow McDavid around the ice all game. Yeah. And I think that's really the only way you're going to, you know, you have to stop one of the two. Exactly. McDavid and Dreisaitl and then outscore the other one pretty much. And yeah. you, know, you want to shut that's, down McDavid. You know, obviously. and if you can't shut down one of them, then they're going to put both of them on the same line and they're going to score every time they're on the ice. Yeah. So I, I, I'm very suspicious of L.A. against that. Um, I think um, either way, it should be a seven-game series. Yeah, I could see six or seven. I'm, I'm saying, but I will stick with that L.A. pulls one, you know, pulls one out of the hat and, and, and wins them seven games. Yeah, I mean, I love Fiala. I think he's a great player. I like Kempe. Um, I just, again, I just don't see them. I don't see them. I don't like the matchup. I think they're a team that could have won a playoff round. Um, I just don't like them against McDavid. That's a good point. 
I mean, that's that's it's and, always tough I to mean, bet against McDavid. Who's their starting goalie? Is it Phoenix Copley? It's I'm pretty sure it's Corpus Nello. He took it over, huh? Interesting. Well, I don't trust either of them, so. <laughs> I don't say I trust either of them, but then again, when you look at the Oilers goaltending, who? Yeah, I mean, they, I, they they praise Stuart Skinner like he's a Vesna candidate out there, so. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly better than, um, God, what's his name? Uh, Jack Campbell. I thought oh, that he God, was like yeah. the second coming of Jesus. Yep, well, he's not, but. No. Yeah, I mean, Stuart Skinner, 29-14-5, 9-14 save percentage. It's not bad. No, definitely no, not bad. Better than, better than I thought before looking at the numbers, I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I'll, I'll probably get flamed for that one, but I'm going to stick with LA. All right. I respect it. <laughs> Staying true to your word. All right. Any other thoughts on the West before we move to the East? No, I think we can. Do you want to just go – do you want to go through the West, uh, like the matchups that we set up, and then do the East in the second half? Or do you want to like – Yeah, wanna... let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Just because we're kind of already on a topic, we won't repeat yep. as much. All right, so, um, so Avs and yeah. Dallas, we, we both agreed on. We're moving yeah. on. Uh, what do you think? That's a tough one. Um, I got to say, like, you know, it's hard for me to bet against the Avs, but, you know, like we talked about, playoff hockey's different. Kadri's a huge loss for a playoff hockey team, and Landis Scott's a big loss for a playoff hockey team. Um, I mean, I think their one injury, you know, McCarr's been kind of banged up repeatedly. I think they're one McCarr injury away from not winning that series. Um, so I, I, my gut tells me to go with the Stars here, uh, but I'm very, I, I'd say seven games either way. Yeah, it looks like they played each other four times this year, and Colorado won three of them, mm. which is kind of surprising. They were pretty high-scoring games, which I, I guess kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I it's tough to say here because Avalanche obviously only won, but they lost a lot of their pieces. Mm-hmm. I think to me it depends on that first line on on Dallas with Robertson. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> Robo broke hundred points this year. Yeah, I mean, if those guys can come out and and match McKinnon in in points, I think that Dallas has a better uh, overall team. I think uh, Avalanche are very top heavy at this point. Mm-hmm. Especially with especially with the losses of two of their, yep. you know, scorers from last season, last you know the last playoff run. Yeah, I so just don't I, think Evan Evan Rodriguez fills the Kadri hole for playoffs. No, season. not even close. I mean, he's <laughs> he's a good third line center, but he ain't he ain't Kadri. Yeah. And Kadri yep. scored a ton of big goals for that team. So. I totally yeah I totally agree with that. And uh, again, I'll bring in my special teams. Uh, both of them very good power plays. Twenty four point five for the Avs, twenty five percent for the Stars. Um, but the difference is the Stars have the third best penalty kill in the league, and the Avs do not. Uh, so, you know, if we're just going off of the regular season and those stats, uh, having that advantage there is, is a little bit pretty significant uh, for a playoff series that I would consider to be, on paper, pretty close. Yeah. And, I mean, these teams finish one point apart from each other in standings, too. Yeah, 100%. To me, I think, I think Dallas wins. Yeah, I will. I, I will bet Dallas against the the repeat, and I will say Dallas wins. Yeah, I'd say Dallas in six or seven. And it'll be a good series, though. So. Oh, 100 percent. Dallas is gonna win. My opinion. Yeah, it's good hockey. All right. Anything else? Ready to move on? 
Oh, I think we're ready for uh, for our other side. This one should be pretty interesting. I don't know. I'm still in the West. Still in the West. No, I know. So, so we both said Vegas. Yep. And then we split between Oilers and LA, so we'll dress both of them. Yep. So if the Oilers win, what are we thinking? Uh, so if the oh, it's it's the same, you know, it's the same thing. It's like I want to say I want to bet against the Oilers, but then I have so much trouble betting against the Oilers. You come into the playoffs with a thirty-three percent, like a power play rocking at almost thirty-three percent. The next best in the league is twenty-six. That's a drastic like, uh, and the Vegas only has twenty percent, which is bottom half of the league power play. Um, again, it just comes down to who can shut down McDavid and Drysaddle, and really impressed with Logan Thompson this year, but. I, you know, I'm not seeing a goalie that I'm so confident in. And I think, you know, I think they could possibly uh, possibly pull that off. But I, I'm very – I think this game, this series goes seven between Vegas and Edmonton. Uh, what do you think? I, I would agree. It's probably going to go seven, maybe six. But I, to me, I think that Vegas doesn't really have much of a much of an issue here. I mean, obviously, it's McDavid and Dreisaitl again. But Vegas has the decor to mm-hmm. – sit somebody on McDavid and, and just make sure mm-hmm. he can't breathe. And obviously at some point he's going to score because he's McDavid. But of course. If you can keep him the one point a game and, and, and finish the series where he's getting, you know, seven points in a seven game series, you might be able to still win. Yeah. I think, I think I would say uh, that the way that I would decide between these two is I would have to know how Mark Stone comes back because he was out, you know, whole season pretty sure with a back injury More or less, and yeah. so you know i think that i think he could be a key to kind of pushing that team to the next level and i just would need to know kind of where he's at so i would say i'm saying it's seven either way and i'd say vegas if mark stone is in just full health form and if he's not i'd probably probably send edmonton back to the western conference finals yeah, I think I'll probably see Stone, you know, off for the first game or two, just timing-wise. Yeah. But, yeah, it depends on, on how well he's feeling. Yeah. I would agree with that. If he's feeling really well, I, I think they win because he's another guy where you can just sit on McDavid and have him not believe. Exactly. He's so good defensively. He's got one of the best sticks in the league. For sure. Yeah, I agree with that. So, for me, with Vegas and L.A., I think Vegas wins this one in yeah. four or five games. I don't think that uh, one's really much of a question. I totally agree with that. They play a similar – style but vegas has guns and i don't think la yeah i mean vegas i think if you compared them on every single like if they considering them playing the same style if you compare forwards i'd probably give the edge to vegas with a healthy stone if you compare defensemen i definitely give the edge to vegas and if you compare goalies i'm taking logan thompson over whoever's starting copley or corsala so i'll take the uh, jonathan quick revenge tour yep I, i will definitely I would definitely agree with you and go with go with Vegas in that one. Uh, you know, I'll say five. Yeah, I don't think that one is much of an issue for Vegas at all. Yeah, I agree. All right, you ready to move on to the uh, East? That's no, we got well. We set up our Western Conference Finals. Let's send someone oh, to the yeah. cup. Send somebody to the cup. So, who we got? We got. Well, we, we, both both said said, we both said Dallas. We both right, said cool. Dallas. And then. And we pretty much 50, said Vegas. 50, yeah, I was 50-50, but I would be sending Dallas over the Oilers anyway. So, 
we can talk Dallas Vegas, which I think would be a very good series. I think that would be a good series because Vegas, I think, gets a lot of their firepower from defense. Yep. And Dallas gets it all from their forwards. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, Dallas has got some pretty good players on that back end too. Yeah, I think Dallas wins. I don't think it. Well, it's not that I think I, Dallas wins in the goal setting department. Pretty yeah, much definitely. hands down. Yeah, I mean, and I think know, that max, would be the difference in this series. Yeah, I like the Max Domi acquisition at the deadline. Um, I mean, Pavelski is just—he's timeless. I just never gets worse. He keeps doing the same thing every single year. Um, and he's a playoff performer. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've got they've got a great core. Um, and then to have their great core, uh, I don't know how's how's Dadnov been doing there. That was another pickup they had, but he's been doing pretty good. Um, I mean, yeah, they've got they've got. I mean, they're on the older side, but you know, then you got Robo and they're impressive. Um, I, I I definitely definitely would believe in them. Um, yeah. and I mean, course, I'm not relying on Ben and Sagan anymore to lead the team, but those two exactly. guys, role players now, are very very good. Exactly. No, I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, like I said, they've got they've got some. I mean, great young talent on the back end, specifically Miro. Um, Niels Lundqvist, my former, <laughs> former <laughs> outcasted Rangers first round pick, which is not an uncommon theme. Uh, but yeah, and I mean, Ottinger was just an like he did literally everything he could to take them anywhere last year. And so I think, he, yeah, I, I believe in him as well. So yeah, I'd send over, over Vegas. I think I'd send Dallas. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think that. Probably a six-game series, but I definitely go with Dallas. Yeah, and again, as I can't mention in every series except one. Uh, Dallas, top power play, and top penalty kill, um, and that is important at this point in the season. And Vegas does not have good special teams in either department. Um, you know, maybe Stone changes that, but I find that paper, really surprising. Dallas, that Vegas what? doesn't have a good power play. Yeah, twenty percent. I mean, with, with their personnel, that's crazy. Yep. 20% power play. That is crazy. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll be talking about power plays and penalty kills in the East pretty soon. Oh, so yes, we will. Speaking, speaking of that, let's move on to the East. And we'll start in the first round again. So, first round matchup, Boston, Florida. What do you All think? All right, the, the curse. Panthers in four. No, I'm kidding. Um... But yeah, Boston's taking this one. Uh, I just don't. I'm not, I don't believe in the Panthers at all. Yeah, I mean, I know the Panthers came in hot. You know, they they fought for their playoff position. You know, they had to get past a bunch of teams to get where they are. But you know, that loss to to Carolina a few days ago, sealing them to play Boston. I mean, this is probably the best team that we've seen in the last 15 years. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, so many people pick them as the the team to fall off going into this year. And, and here we are, right? I mean, I, yeah. I was like, I, I, they were a dark horse for me in the beginning of the year to not make the playoffs. And now they're like the winningest team of all time. I mean, they just keep getting better and better. I mean, the, their it's top line is still un, unbeatable. And they have another two lines that it can score. And then they went at the deadline after already being the most dominant team in the league by miles and made some really good acquisitions for playoff hockey. Yeah. I mean, Orlov's a tough dude, has... Playoff experience with the Caps. 
Uh, Hathaway is a pest. I hate playing against him. I always have as a Rangers fan. And also playoff experience with the Cavs. I mean, I think they're a monster. Um, I mean, the only thing that I could think of with this group is just the idea that you know maybe at some point they break down but uh it's it's hard it's hard to imagine i mean there's no hole in this lineup to me the only the only way that this team fails is that you know old mark has been touted as being this incredible goaltender and i'm not saying he's bad no, he's not no he's but not. he doesn't have experience and he's not as good as the numbers show has he, he played has very well has he saved their ass a bunch of times yes zero but, playoff experience Listen, yeah. uh, I mean, keep it. I'll keep it real. I mean, Igor had one of the most dominant seasons of all time last year, and then was not good in the playoffs. Just, just wasn't. Um, that's when he hit his rut, and we were a Jacob Truba elbow, non-elbow away <laughs> from not making it out of the first round. So, yeah, uh, I definitely think that it's possible to fall apart at the wrong time. I mean, Certainly hey, enough. look at Vazzy and the Lightning a couple of years ago against the, you know, against the, against the Blue Jackets. So yeah, four games. Um, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing the being the Panthers that do it, but I, you know, I'm not penciling in the Bruins as my Stanley Cup winner right now. Okay, interesting. All right, so at but least yeah. we both agree that Bruins, Bruins get out of the first five. round. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then, next matchup is the Maple Leafs. Oh, this one's so fun. Very fun Toronto Maple Leafs. So fun. Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, I do think the Leafs win this, but I just really want to say that the Lightning are going to win. I think this is a seven-game series, and Tampa Bay wins in seven games. Yeah, like, I just – like, they – Vazzy in the playoffs is just a different beast. Uh, I mean, I don't really trust really Samsonov. I mean, I guess he was decent with – the caps, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like I have to go with the lightning. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I think Tampa is not, they're not as strong as they were. No, no, in the, in the previous years. And I think Hedman's having, he's very quietly having a down year. No one's really talking yes. about it, but he hasn't been playing as the way he had been playing in years previous. I agree. But, you know, then you come across Toronto and, and it, they just have a history of not being able to win. And it's just tough to not bet against them doing yeah, it again. Yeah, it, it really is. It really, really is. And you know what? There are a lot of teams that if I match them up with Toronto, I would say, all right, Toronto's finally breaking it. But they're going up against, you know, one of the most playoff-proven teams over the last five years. So, I mean – and I, the, the depth of this Tampa team, I mean, every single player in their bottom six is like a certified, proven, uh, like, playoff player. I mean, the list goes on and on between these acquisitions they've had over the last couple of years. I mean, you got guys like Belmar, Hagel, the, their newest five picks for Tanner, uh, Janot, Maroon, Nick Paul, Kalorn, Perry, and that's you know, and Colton and Sorelli, and I didn't have to name Point, Stamkos, or Kucherov. Yeah. Like, that's just a plethora of playoff players, and yeah. I don't think Toronto matches up with that. That's, that's, a, that's a plethora of good defensively 
hard checking playoff yeah. players. And we've seen Toronto crumble year after year against checking because they yeah. are soft. Now, don't get me wrong. They've gotten better in that department, especially on the back end. But Agreed. I, I just – I don't know how Matthews and Marner and Nylander and Tavares are going to – are going to fare against that. I know that they yeah, got O'Reilly now, and O'Reilly's a proven playoff performer. Yeah, oh, that is – you know what? That is something that needs to be mentioned because that's a huge addition for a team like that. But he's another guy that's been hurt and has missed time to, yeah. you know, click with his new team. Yep. And now when, you know, it's not just, you know, hey, Matthews, go out there and score six goals, try to beat this team six to five. What are they going to do? Yeah. How are they going to no, match I mean, up defensively? And I, I, like the, I like the Luke Shen addition too. I think that's a great playoff addition. Shen's well. very good for them as well. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think you go seven either way. And I, I could, you know, I could, I, I, I think the Maple Leafs are a good team. It's just so hard not to go off of like the vibes with them yeah. and not getting out of the first round. It, it's hard to bet against Tampa and at game too. seven, no matter who they're playing. Yeah. And then you put in Toronto's fact that they lose so many game sevens. No, I totally agree. I yeah. think it's. It's just it's like the perfect recipe of what would make me bet against the Leafs. Yeah, I agree. All right, so next matchup: Carolina Hurricanes and my New York Islanders. I'd like to hear your opinion on this one first, Corey. I I I I don't I don't like the Canes this year. I don't like the Canes. Like I listen. Obviously, I don't like the Islanders, right? But I. <laughs> I don't know. I just I think I think the Islanders win this. I don't know why. I mean, the Canes have not been good since Vegetikov went down. I mean, just, they just haven't been good. Uh, I, I I don't trust Frederick Anderson in the playoffs. I mean, I think Sorokin. I, I really think Sorokin. Like the Islanders are playoff. They have the playoff style. They're getting Barzal back. Sorokin, I mean, if not for the Bruins, uh, I think Sorokin wins the Vezina this year. I don't know. I could see just, you know, I could see a bunch of 2-1 games, and I could see the Islanders being on the winning end of that. Yeah, I definitely agree with him being a lot of low-scoring, you know, 2-1, 3-2 games. I, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I, I've thought about this a lot, you know, since since they drew Carolina as opposed to drawing, you know, the Bruins in, in the last day of the regular season. I think the Islanders have the ability to beat Carolina, but Carolina's had their number for for a number of years now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, but they can't seem to beat them. I think that the fact that Carolina is missing Svechnikov helps the Islanders. And I think that Sorokin has every ability in the world to steal a series. I, I don't know. I know you said you don't really trust Anderson. I know he's he's had some injury issues this year, but he has played well when he hasn't been hurt. It's true. I just I the the thing with the Islanders that scares me the most is that yes they got Barzell back but Lamanov is hurt mm-hmm. and they don't know when he'll be back. They've said he's not playing game one. He's traveling with the team. I don't know what that means. Right. Islanders are always very tight lipped about their injuries. They say he's skating. Um, no one even knows what's wrong with him. I think the the word now is that they think it, people think it's a concussion. Uh, and those are always, you know, you never know when the guy's going to be ready to go or not. 
Yeah. And with him out, that means they have to play Aho, who always, always, always seems to get turned inside out by Kane's Aho <laughs> in embarrassing fashion and all over <laughs> social media every time. So I don't know if he's always getting turned inside out or, or he's not or what, but every time I play Carolina, I see something stupid happening coming from his stick to the other Aho stick every time. And then, and then a rookie in Bolduc who who has, has played well, but he has his gaps. And the Islanders are not a team that can give up that many, you know, Sorokin can only bail him out so many times. Yeah. You know, I, I <laughs> definitely did not know the intricacies of the Islanders as much. <laughs> uh, so I'm definitely <laughs> a little bit changing my mind. Uh, also... You know, I would be remiss to not mention the, the best second pair of defense in the league um, that the Canes have with their 18-goal scoring, Brady Shea. That's crazy. It's um, 18 goals on defense. Yeah. I mean, there was just a period in the last couple of months where every single game he took the exact same wrist shot, and it just went in every single time from, like, the corner of the left circle. Absolutely unbelievable. Like, if you told me four years ago when – he was my idol that he was going to be scoring 18 goals a season and like quarterbacking a power play. I would have told you you're crazy, but he is. So I kind of got to switch my vote and say, he's say they're, they're taking it. I still think it's going to be a long series and relatively low scoring, but then also I forgot that they got ghost. He's a good addition and he's been good for them. Um, and Brent Burns has, you know, kind of turned back the clock. I don't yeah. know. This is I mean, I look it. at, I look at Carolina's lineup on paper, and I'll be honest with you, I don't get it. I don't get it. Their defense is so deep. Yeah, I mean that's that's the only thing. This is gonna these games are only gonna be two to one. I mean that's that's really what it's gonna be. But like to me, the Carolina Teravainen has not had a good year. Yeah, and he's no, on their, their first line. Just doesn't do it for me. But but every time these two teams play each other, one team just beats the crap out of the other team. And Carolina won three out of the four games. And I know the one time the Islanders beat them was very early on in the beginning of the year. I think it was like the fourth or fifth game. And the Islanders absolutely routed them. And they were like, oh, my God, we're a real team. And then just got destroyed the next three times they played. Yeah. I mean, also, it's important to note, you know, I don't consider the Islanders, Islanders a very top-heavy offensive team. Um, and, you know, the Jordan stall line is going to shut down one of the Islanders' lines. So then you're really – really, really relying on depth scoring. And as I was just talking about, and as we've seen with the Canes this year, they get a lot of defense scoring. Mm-hmm. And I think that that could be a difference maker in this series. I agree. I, I would agree with that. I know, I know, you know, Romano has involved a lot of the scoring, but I think that in that aspect, I think Bolduc will, will, will pair well, but that Dob, that pair of him and Dobson defensively scares me. Hmm. I don't think yeah, Carolina I mean, has 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 a defensive pair like that where one guy is like, oh my god. Yeah, and I mean, looking at it on paper, if they you know match the stall lineup with Horvat, Barzell, Lee, like that's. I'd love that. To be honest with you, if that's the line that they choose to take to take off the board, I think Nelson Palmieri and will pair this team to shreds. You think so? I I think so. I mean, they've been that line has driven the Islanders for the last three months. Interesting. I mean, they haven't had Barzal for the last two months. Yeah. They played him and Horror played what seven games together. Yeah. But they were a point a game when they played together. 
But yeah, there's an, and you still got Sorokin at the back end. So. Yeah. But Barzal I, I, I think this is a close series. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Islanders in seven. That's what uh, I'm just for me going back on my word. I'm gonna do Kings in seven. Okay. I'm okay with that. All right. So <laughs> moving on. New Jersey Devils, yeah. New York Rangers, Metro Division rivalry. New York City rivalry might as well be. So they play Devils, right next to each other. Uh, won the season series 3-0-1, or one win coming in overtime. Uh, figure, start noting that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've got Rangers in, in six or seven. Here. I, I think the Rangers, you know, as great as New Jersey has had of a season, I think they look like a really good team on paper. I think they are a really good team. I think they're softer than Charmin toilet paper. They don't have any physicality whatsoever. And I yep. think, you know, I wouldn't call the Rangers a, a big hitting team, but they have enough guys that are going to knock them down. And an elbow of death. It's, yeah, it's only it's only a matter of time until Truba pulls out the elbow of justice on Hughes or somebody like that. And yep. I just, I, you know, the Devils play a really fast game. I think the Rangers play a similar style, but to me, defensively, the Rangers are, are better. They have better goaltending. So I would say the Rangers win the series. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I also, you know, think it's important to note that, you know, the Devils over the course of the year were just so so reliant on rush offense. Yes. And that game gets much tighter in the playoffs, and you need lines that are going to cycle, 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 score. Yeah. That's um, a really good I mean, point. My my X factor line which just was in the playoffs last year, is the kids' line for the Rangers. I mean, you've got a line with Zabanajad, Kreider, and Kane. You've got a line with Panarin and Tarasenko. And then you've got the kids' line. And then you've got a line of Mott, Goodrow, and Vizi, who all throw the body, who all skate, who all cycle, and who just pressure you, pressure you, pressure you. So that leaves, you know, their third pair to take care of the kids' line, who have only gotten better as the season went on and we're already playoff proven last year being really the reason we even made it as far as we did because our star players weren't producing. I think Panarin's rejuvenated uh, with Tarasenko, which is really funny because you would think that it would be Kane, but I, watching them play together, I think Panarin and Tarasenko work so much better off each other. And just on a whole, like I think every single level of things that we were short on last year, we've been improved on. Our whole issue was we didn't have depth on the wings last year. We, instead of Vetrano and Cop on our first and second right wing, we've got Tarasenko and Kane. Uh, and instead of Strom, we have Trocek, who is just a way better playoff player. I mean, finishes the check, back, back checks, is actually like faster, much better at zone entries than Strom ever was. Uh, Strom was just I, not that good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think on, I mean, then plus, yeah, you know, you add in a year of development time for uh, all the kids. And then you also have, uh, you know, you've got that fourth line with Goodrow not breaking his ankle in the first game, hopefully. Yeah. So um, I really like our forward group. Great power play. Um, and defense wise, I mean, we've been playing without Lindgren for the last, you know, month and a half or so and never stopped winning. And, now the guy who's replacing him on our first pair, Nico Mikola, you know, six six guy who throws the body is now down on our third pair with Baby Truba, Braden Schneider. So I I don't I, I love I love I love our odds. Um, 
in almost any series. Um, so I'm definitely going to go very interested in this one as well. Yeah. I, I think to, to, to refute your point about Panarin and, and Tarasenko, I think that's actually not surprising at all because I think Panarin was always like more of a playmaker than he was a scorer. And I think Tarasenko was more of a scorer than he was a playmaker. And, and Kane was always a playmaker too. So to me, Panarin and, and Tarasenko clicking really isn't that. So it's really funny you say that because it's actually had the opposite effect. Panarin has gone on a tear scoring since we got Tarasenko. Because they're so afraid of Tarasenko shooting. Yeah. I mean, also just all of a sudden he's shooting the puck now, which is, I mean, appreciate that. Um, yeah, here, here's the stat. So in, 30, uh, in 51 games before getting Tarasenko, Panarin had 12 goals and 41 assists. In 31 games since getting Tarasenko, 17 goals, 22 assists. Yeah, I mean, he, he was playing with Kreider, wasn't he? Who was he playing with? Who, Panarin? Yeah. Uh, he was bouncing around pretty much all season. Uh, but on his wing, I mean, it was literally, it was always a mix. It was never a constant person. It wasn't ever Kreider, but... Um, That's tough. kind of bounced between... Uh, you know, his center was always bounced around. They tried Kittle for a little bit. Trocek just wasn't where they wanted it to be. Um, Kako ended up on that wing a couple of times. Uh, Lafayette ended up across from him a couple of times. Like it was, it was just a mess. And then, okay, yeah, that makes sense why he wasn't really able to get chemistry if they were just bouncing him around. Yeah, and now, now he's looking good. So, yeah, and now he's being able to settle in. Yeah, but yeah, to me, Rangers, Rangers. I don't, I don't really don't see him having a problem with Jersey. I think yeah. Jersey will steal a few games just because of their offense. But yeah, I think it goes six. That's my. I, I would agree with that. Six, six is yeah. a good number. All right. Any other thoughts, or ready to move on to the second round? No, I think we're ready for uh, what do we got? Bruins, uh, Bruins Lightning. Bruins Lightning. I think I think Bruins. Uh, yeah, I think that I think the Lightning. I, I the only reason I have the Lightning getting out of the first round is because they're playing Toronto. That's how I feel about it. Like I it didn't want to bet against them, but I don't think they're as good as they've been in the past, and they have to break at some point. Yeah, I mean, uh, as proven of a playoff team is. As, as the Lightning are, as good as their goaltending is, as good as their defense can be, as good as their you know their their top line is, and their depth is, Boston is just as good, if not better, in every category minus goaltending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, if Boston was going to lose, I think this would be the series, a yeah. seven-game series, but I still think they win this one. Yeah, I agree. Hundred um, percent. I I think yeah I think it goes six or seven, but I think I I would definitely give it to Boston. I just don't think I don't think that uh, I don't think that Tampa can hang with that caliber of team at this point. No, not not anymore. Yeah, I know they've gotten all these guys, but like that Geno trade just makes no sense. And he did absolutely nothing for them after that. He did almost less than nothing. He might as well not been playing. Yeah. I mean, I remember we played a game against them where we smoked them, and I quite literally did not know that he was playing. No, I, I knew he was playing because when the Islanders played him, he hadn't had a goal in 17 games, but of course that was the game he scored. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think he finished the season with like two goals with Tampa in like 20 games. That's played. crazy, yeah. Imagine five picks for him, and that's what they get. I, that trade still It didn't make one. sense the second they made it. but They saw something in him, I guess. They've yeah. always gone and got somebody, and they got Hagel last year or two years ago. Yeah. 
I mean, they had to they had to miss on one of those at some point because every time they got somebody random, it always worked out for them. So true, true, true. Well, I guess that this one, yeah, at least we say now so. looks like the miss. Yeah, I would say so. Um, but yeah, I'm going probably. I'd go Bruins and even five or six, honestly. I'd say six. I give Tampa the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, I give Vazzy two games he gets. All right, so next matchup, we'll start Carolina Rangers. What do you think? I mean, based on how much trouble I was having with the first round round with Carolina, and I think the Devils are better than Carolina, I'm going Rangers here. Um, also, I was thinking about the Panarin question, and uh, Jimmy Vc was playing on his wing for the larger portion of the season. Um, so, you know, now BC's on the fourth line after he was playing, you know, well, and was quite literally, like, if you look analytically, one of the best defensive forwards in the league. Um, I, yeah, I, I think the Rangers, I think the Rangers win this in, in six or seven as well. Uh, I don't, right. I don't trust I, I, the, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree. I don't trust, I don't trust the Carolina offense that like their, their offensive lineup doesn't scare me. And with a team like the Rangers that carries those lines the way they do, Rod's strategy of letting the stall line shut one line down is not going to do enough to hold us back. Yeah, I think the Rangers are too dangerous offensively for that to for that to really work. We're just, yeah, I mean, we're so dangerous offensively. I can't imagine, uh, you know, they can have their pick of taking out the, you know, Trocek, Panarin, Tarasenko, or Kane, Kreider, Zibanejad. But then the other one's going against their second pair. And again, kids line gets the matchup against the third pair, which was the kicker for us last year. And I think the only difference, like I said, between us and last year is now that second line is even better. So they can choose whatever line they want to take out. And the one behind it is even better than it was last year. And the kids are a year older. I'm taking the Rangers in six. Now remind me again, and I'm not asking this to be me, and I generally don't remember. Did they play Carolina playoffs last year? Yes. They lost. We beat them in seven. They beat them at seven. Okay. Yes. Another comeback. Right. Okay. I do remember this now. When we, like, embarrassed them in game seven. I do. Yes, I do remember this now. Embarrassed them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You beat them last year. You're a stronger team this year. Carolina's a weaker team, I'd say. It's yeah. It's kind I of a no-brainer. Don't... Yeah. I, I'm, go, I'm definitely going Rangers here. Um, I mean, I think it's, 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 it's it would be tough to count Carolina out, but I, I don't think they beat them. Yeah. I agree with that. It's funny because I actually think the Rangers Islanders is a, is a harder conversation. Uh, to I me, my... Rangers Islanders is a seven game series. Islanders win. God, yeah, you I know you'll disagree with me on that. No, I like okay. Obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Rangers in seven. But you guys like you guys just scare me. You do. It's not even on paper, not even the slightest bit. But I we just don't beat you guys. I don't understand why. Like, we'll, we'll win one game by four, but then every close game against you guys, we just don't win. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't I, – I, the issue is I don't know if that holds up in a seven-game series because I do believe on paper that we're just better. Yeah. I, I, to me, when I was always played the Rangers, it's – you know, the Rangers are a really, really, really good power play team. Their five-on-five five is not – Great. Yeah. I think the Islanders are one of the better five-on-five teams in the league, even though nobody talks about it. But their special teams, their power plays, the penalty kill is good. Their power play, they might as well decline. They should decline. 
if you could decline, they would they would decline. <laughs> it is that bad. It is an abomination. They should be sorry. Um, whoever running is running that power play should be blessed to the moon. And that would probably end up being the difference in the series is, is the power play. Not that the Rangers would win because of it or lose. Be- if the Islanders shut down the power play, the Islanders would win. If the Rangers power play is allowed to wreak havoc as it usually does, the Rangers would win. That's how what I, what I think would happen. I agree. Also, I, I do, do want to point out um, something that I, I guess haven't had to mention yet because of like everything else that I've agreed with going in our favor. Igor is at such a different spot right now than he was in the playoffs last year. He was just on fire going into the playoffs last year and then just was not it. And there was just a stretch in the playoffs last year. I mean, those two games in Pittsburgh where he just got just trashed. And he went through that stretch in the middle of the season this year and just has looked like a completely different player since then. And I think he's going into the playoffs with confidence but also with a different ability to come back from a stretch of bad games that he didn't have going to the playoffs last year. And I, I along with all of the other improvements, I believe in him this year in the yeah. playoffs. You know what I think that probably has to do with is, is he's been playing in Russia on one of the top teams, and he's never faced that kind of adversity ever in his career. No, 100%. And I think, you know, like what happened to Fleury years ago, I think mentally he couldn't take it. Yeah. But I think he's different mentally he's now. Learned. He's, he's learned. Locked. He's, he's getting better. He's matured. The last couple months. I mean, there's been games the last couple months where I was like, oh, my God, this is like when we had Dryden Hunk on the first line. And the only reason we won is because of Igor. But we have the star power now. And so, I don't know. I believe in this team. Um, maybe it's hard overhead, but uh, I have a different belief in this team that I have than I have in the past. I think whatever happens, if these two teams play it's going a to series, seven. is going to be the wildest, Actually, you know what? nastiest, either... craziest yeah. series we've seen in but years. But here's the thing. Hot take. It's either going seven or four. Like, someone's, getting, four. Just, someone's getting rolled or it's going seven. Yeah. See, it's funny because when these two teams play each other, and like, like you said, it's, it always seems to happen where either the Islanders come out flat and the Rangers just steamroll them with offense – or the Islanders just shut down everything, everybody and everything the Rangers throw at them. Yeah, and it and feels it like we three, didn't get a shot three pass, Yeah, and it, they sneak three past Sturkin at some point and win the game. Yep. No, 100%. I totally agree. So, I could see it going either way for a playoff series. All right. So, I say Islanders in seven. You say Rangers in seven. I say Rangers in seven. Okay. So, we both said Boston. We've got Bruins, yeah. And then we've got either the Rangers, both of us if it's Canes, uh, Islanders or Rangers if it's Islanders. So, um, so how do you think the Rangers match up against Boston? <sighs> I want I want a head. I want I don't want a heart right now. I want a head. I mean, it's I don't like you know what I at this point have said that I think the Bruins are beatable, but I haven't found the team that can do it. And I think we match up pretty well with them on paper. Um, their penalty kill is what scares me. Top penalty kill in the league, almost 88%. That's crazy. Next best is like 84 of Canes. Um, but I think if this team's going to break, that the Igor-Olmark battle 
and the the star power on both teams. I think that's where we could win it. But that's interesting. It's hard to it's hard to bet on a bet against the Bruins, but at the same time, I'm so not someone that just takes the dominant team all the way. Yeah. So you know more about the Rangers than I do, obviously. Yeah. But to me, Boston's defense is better. Yeah, I think offensively they seem similar. Yeah. But to me with the Rangers, the wild card is Kane. Is yeah, he, he just turns it up. Is he Stanley Cup Kane? Or is he lazy, doesn't play defense, kinda pitches in Kane? Yeah. I think if he can pull some of that, you know, 2010s magic out, there's a decent chance that they could beat Boston in a in six or seven games. But I, yeah. I don't know. I think Boston is a better defensive team, and affect their power. Their penalty kill is so good, and the Rangers are kind of a live or die on the penalty on the power play team. It's funny you say that because we really haven't been. Since the deadline, um, as much as we expected it to be, uh, the power play wasn't clicking until the last couple of games. I mean, we had a stretch of like, I mean, when like they had put like this superstar unit together, like Kane, Panarin, whatever. I mean, they had like one goal in like 20 power plays. Like they were just not scoring. And they, over the last couple, uh, like over the last week or two, it's gotten better. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Kane is it for the power play. Oh, I totally agree with you. I wouldn't put him. I, I wouldn't even put him on the power play. No, second unit's fine. He can play with the kids, but the um, the first unit should have Tarasenko on uh, opposite opposite Panarin, and I, I agree. Will die on that hill, hundred um, percent. And I do not understand. Like literally, uh, when Kane was out for two games, that's when the power play turned around, and then as soon as Kane came back, Gallant put him in Tarasenko's spot. So I. Couldn't couldn't tell you why, but um, I'm not making decisions. Yeah. So I mean, I know you'll probably agree with me when I say this. I don't think Galant's a great coach for that Ranger team. Uh, see, I have a tough time agreeing with that because of the turnaround we've had under him and how it just became a team that finds a way to win games, which was just not something that we had in the years prior. We had the skill, but we were losing games that we should win, and now we win games that we shouldn't win. And so a lot of that comes down to mentality and coaching. That's true. And the whole, our whole slogan, no quit in New York, was born last year, and that's Galant's, you know. I think Galant plays a major role in that. I don't think X's and O's he's the best coach for us, but as someone who gets – their players to play a certain way i think that he has been a huge part in bringing us to yeah. where we are okay i agree with that now now correct correct me if i'm wrong i thought the big issue that people had ranger fans in general had with the team last year in playoffs was that panarin zibanejad did not produce panarin more than zibanejad yes um if panarin did not score the game seven overtime winner uh there would be a whole even worse discourse about him in the playoffs. Actually. Yeah, I, that that I, I remember pretty clear that people were upset with him, and then he scored that goal, and it was like, well, let's forget it. Yes. Makes sense. So, yeah, do you think 
Because when you're playing Boston, everybody's got to be rolling. Are those two going to turn it on this year? Uh, yeah, I, I would I would trust Zibanejad wholeheartedly in just 100%. Um, and I, I like I said, I mean, literally last year, you know, I guess they added Kopp at the deadline, but Panarin's line mates were Strom and Kopp. And if you compare that for me to Trocek and Tarasenko, it's a whole different ballgame. Trocek is much better with the puck. Trocek throws the body, forechecks. Tarasenko, oh my God, watching him these last couple of weeks, I never in a million years would have told you that he was – like anytime he's on the ice, he finishes his checks, skates back the hardest out of anybody on the team for back checking. I had no idea this was the kind of player he was. And it's how he's been for us. And I think you put the two of them together um, and Trocek instead of Strom. And I think it's a whole different level of, of uh, a whole completely different level of pressure that's on Panarin. Because, again, I mentioned it before, Strom was so bad at zone entries, which means Panarin was carrying the puck up every time. And the biggest thing I've noticed out of Trocek this year is that he brings the puck into the zone. And I think, you know, it lets Panarin get to his get to his spot and lets him, you know, throw his pass across the ice. But now he's got two people can, that can put the puck in the back of the net instead of Ryan misses empty nets $25 million <laughs> a year Strom and uh, and and, uh, and Andrew Kopp, who I loved, by the way, but he's no Tarasenko. For sure. So that's my opinion on the Panarin issue. Um, I really think he looks just like a different player. And he still does some st- stupid shit. I mean, the, his, his quote last year about doing stupid shit at the blue line is still very true. Um, but you know what? He's been okay enough. Yeah. T- to me, those two, Zibanejad and Panarin, are, are the question marks. Uh, like at least, uh, you know, with Matthews and, and, and Marner and, and those guys. Or if yeah. those guys show up, they can very well go win everything. If those guys hey, man, don't my show X up, factor, they might not make it out of the first round. My X factor is the kids' line. That too. That's my uh, – yeah, I, I believe in them. They're game changers and as a third line. It's crazy. All right. So, so. Islanders-Boston. Uh, I think if there is one team that can beat, beat Boston other than Tampa, I think the Islanders can pull one out of their ass. Yeah. I mean, they did it two years ago. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Bruins are way better than they were two years ago. Yeah. But I think if Romanov gets healthy, and they've already won two rounds with Barzal, they are going to be living by that mentality of why not us. And I think that they could. Interesting. In a six or seven game series, take it from Boston. Interesting. I think this, if they is can, gonna, this, this is going to be a crazy finals predictions out of the two New York fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would probably go Bruins. I just don't see the Islanders sticking with them. Yeah, my 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 heart says the Islanders. My head says Boston. Yeah, I mean, pretty, that's pretty much. I, that's kind of how I feel on the Rangers side too. Uh, I just have a little more belief on paper in the Rangers lineup. I do in the Islanders lineup. I just think that it would be two different series. I, agree I think that. the the Rangers would beat them with offense. The Islanders would beat them with defense. I agree with that. The issue I think with beating them with defense is that 
they also have the defense. Yeah, I mean that's basically that's basically how they beat them two years ago, but yeah. they they struggled they struggled to contain you know the Pasternak line, but like you guys literally lines, will not score one power play goal of that series. They're not gonna score a power play goal the entire playoffs. The only way they'll score a goal is if they get some lucky tip. I I just not to rant about yeah, you know, there's more than we already have, but I hear too many fans going, It's a personnel issue, it's a personnel issue. Well, there's teams with worse players than the Islanders that don't have issues scoring, or at least not this not the same level of issue the Islanders have scoring. It's all scheme. They have no there is no scheme to it. They have no idea what they're doing when they get the puck. Every team is using a bumper. Somebody behind the net to make quick passes. There's some sort of one-timer crossing pass being thrown about. The Islanders' power play is pass it around the outside, shoot into the defenseman's shins. Same shit over and over and over again. It's terrible. But they will never score a power play goal against Boston. And Boston will probably score one against them. Yeah, that's it. Um, so I so. think we've pretty much set up a Dallas-Boston Stanley Cup final. Yeah, ish. With with some question marks along the way. Yeah, um, but it, it um, does appear to be that's our our leading our leading vote in the head category at least. I'm pretty confident that so out of the like, I'm pretty confident in my final four. That's what it is. I'm pretty confident in Stars Oilers and Rangers Bruins. Yeah. All right. I'm, that, I'm confident in the Stars. I, I'm not confident in the Oilers. I'm yeah, confident I mean, you in the Bruins. And uh, the East, you could you could probably throw four marbles in a bag and shake it up and pick out a marble, and you could make a case for that team winning. Yeah. My thing here is I have trouble imagining the Western Conference team winning this matchup. I think I if a team gets past the Bruins, they're winning it. And if the Bruins get there, they're winning it. I would agree with that. Also, I just don't think the what like the East is just so much better than the West this year. As right. it is every year for the past few years, it's disgusting. And that's why when they talk about Bedard, yeah, but the Ab- yes, but the Abs were like in the that tier. I don't think any of the teams in the West are in that tier. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why you know we look at the Bedard race. And it's and it's you know Chicago and Anaheim and, and Columbus. I'm sitting there going, just please God, do not let him go to Columbus. Oh, just put him in the West. We cannot have another really good Eastern Conference team. Oh, it'd be so bad. Especially another Metro team. You know I now that, that I mean I know Pittsburgh and Washington are, are you know they're going to be fires at this point. Yeah, I mean they're not going to be great teams from here on out, but. You know the other top teams. Somebody's got to miss the playoffs. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I was I was kind of a toss up on Bruins Rangers, and I think either team wins this wins the cup in six. Yeah, it, it, it's hard for me to say. It's hard to bet against Boston. It, it's always mm-hmm. hard to bet against that 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 mm-hmm. um, President's Trophy winning team until they lose and everyone goes, "What the heck happened?" You know. Yep. But this team just feels they got a different feel. They just don't have a hole, and their one hole 
is the goaltending. And and you would and you can make an argument that that's not even a hole. Yeah, I mean he's gonna win the Vesna, so. I mean I feel like we're making the argument that it is a hole, less than an argument that it's not a hole. So yeah, I mean to me it's 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 Boston. Yeah, I, I think the only other thing to watch is uh, Bergeron. He's dealing with a little upper body injury, and uh, you know you don't know what that is. But it sounded like it was precautionary. But that's just that would be a huge loss for them because they're they're one place that I don't think they have a ton of depth as center. That's true. At least on the top end, I just don't see Krejci or Coyle kind of being a first line center. I think Krejci's even been playing center, has he? I think he's been playing wing mostly. Really? Wow. I feel like I don't know. I might be Shows wrong on that. Much I know. I I, I could it, be entirely wrong on that. God, they're like, so. I mean, I can't even. believe they brought in Bertuzzi. And, and I mean Bertuzzi, Hathaway. I don't love or love. It's just crazy. They, I mean, we thought last year when they got um, we got Lindholm was like, wow, this defensive core is great, and then they went out and got and Orlov. Then they Orlov. It's it's outrageous. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I find it very hard to bet against that team. Using my head. Yeah, yeah, using my head it is. It's just, you know what it is? It's that, like, head, using my head, it's really hard to bet against them. But then just the way the NHL works, I, I like, have such a hard time just picking the one you expect to win. Like, yeah, vibes sure. in the playoffs apply to the NHL more than any other sport. And these dominant teams just fall apart in the playoffs sometimes. And so it's so hard for me to just be like, yeah, Bruins are going to win the cup because they're so good because they are so good on paper. But I'm like, I'm, I'm one like cane run away from saying it's the Rangers. <laughs> it's been 10 years since the team that won the president's trophy, won a cup, 2013. Exactly. And yeah, Kane, I mean, Kane was on that team. It's hard to bet against that. Yeah. I mean, this is, it won 65 games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at Tampa. Yeah. Pretty I think, I, think it's, I don't think it's going it, to – it's not going to be an easy run. I don't think – maybe aside from Florida, it's probably the only team that they'll beat in five games or less. I agree with that. But I, I just don't see any team – Or just wrong that. and they just sweep their way to the finals. Like, it could happen. I mean, they only lost, what, 12 games this year? Yeah. In regulation? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Crazy. What did I lose? But yeah, they lost 12 games in regulation. Exactly that. Crazy. I'm a genius. I just pulled that number out of nowhere. But they also got the least amount of goals in the league. And By quite they, a didn't score, they didn't score the most, only because of McDavid and Dreisaitl. But they were pretty damn near close to it. Yeah. Hard to bet against that. And I gave the least amount of goals by a country mile. Like, it wasn't even close. So are we locking in the Bruins as our Stanley Cup? I players? have to. I, I can't I not. It. I, I hate it. I hate it, too. It. I hate it, too. I hate Boston. <laughs> Just well, I hate as Boston, a New York sports fan, I hate Boston. Yeah, like, yeah, I also hate Boston. But I just hate in hockey betting on that team. Yeah. But it's, it's too hard to bet against them. I don't know. You got any final uh, thoughts? I'm just, I'm just biting my tongue. Biting your tongue? Why? <laughs> to not say what I want to say. 
Our range gonna win a cup. Oh yeah, start the parade. <laughs> uh showtime. Showtime on Broadway, man. <laughs> I the range I think the Rangers definitely get out of the first round. It's funny you say this because it's funny I say this because I literally Kane's like my least favorite player to watch right now on the team. It just bothers me. I, I think I, I don't know. I don't I'm, I don't know Kane's stats since they he's come been over. like fine, but he just bothers me. He doesn't skate hard. He doesn't hit. He never he hit. Bothers me. I know that. I like I know. It's just he just he bothers me. There was so much drama around him that like he just there was so much more excitement about getting him than having him. If that makes sense. It was just such a big thing that we were getting him that, like, once we have him, all of that excitement was too built up for me. Like, Tarasenko was just out of nowhere. It was, like, at, like, 2 o'clock on a random Thursday a month before the deadline, and I was like, we just got Tarasenko. What the hell? Yep, I remember being at work seeing that and going, oh, my God, I wanted that guy. Yeah, and I saw that was, like, you know, you kind of lost all the buildup, and so everything since then has been just, like, damn, I'm really happy we have him. And I think it was so much buildup for Kane that I'm. Not... It was a buildup because it was it was like inevitable. I mean, everybody knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And we just sat around it. waiting for two weeks for the cap to clear. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much yeah. what happened. Oh, dude, we literally like I think we have like the lowest amount of cap space ever. Like we have like a thousand dollars left or some crazy number. Hey, you know what? At least you're not like uh, using you know nine million of that on the LTIR. Like yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we do, we do <clears throat> Tampa Bay. <clears throat> Tampa Bay or oh, Vegas, Vegas this year. Yeah. That's disgusting. Know, it's Rangers or Bruins for me. I think... I don't know. I, I can't even think of a team other than the Bruins that's going to... that I would put above any other team to win. Yeah, that makes sense. Except maybe Dallas. Only because they wouldn't have to play Boston until the last the last round. Yeah. And I think if any other team plays Dallas, I think Dallas wins. Yeah. I, I you know, also I can't uh, take out the the elbow of justice into my decision. Because <laughs> we'll just take out Pasternak if we have to. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it was the flying elbow of justice. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. To, yeah, to me, it, it, it's Boston. Yeah, I'm still going Rangers. All right. Yeah. All right. So now that you've unbitten your tongue, got anything else to say? Because I'm, I'm just no. about it. Yeah, I, I believe in I believe in them. There's good vibes around this team right now, and uh, and I think that I, I can't, in good faith, bet on the most dominant team in the league because that's not how the NHL playoffs work. No, no, no. I agree. It's it's a tough bet, but. I'll uh, I'll stick I'll stick with it I'll get I'll get flamed accordingly it's 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 fine I've, I've gotten flamed on baseball takes already and we're three weeks into the season that's cool <laughs> yeah so if that's all you yeah. got I think uh, that's what I got. You know, thank you guys for watching Corey thank you for uh, coming on and, and talking yeah, to me happy to be here um yeah I hope you guys enjoy uh, a little bit a little bit of break from baseball a little, a little you know dive into hockey I'm I'm sure we'll talk about some more hockey in the future if we uh. You know, Zach and Mac will be back, and, and they'll have some opinions as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed. You know, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time.